Hello everyone, welcome to a new episode of the Sunrise on the Inside podcast, a space where we share inspiring interviews and stories from thoughtful leaders in business, health and wellness, entrepreneurship and sports. Here we talk about tools, habits, routines and tactics they use that help them feel calm, revived and rebalanced whenever they face challenges in life. I'm your host, Nico Estrella, a serial entrepreneur, former professional soccer player and co-founder of WACU. Hello, everyone. Welcome to a new episode of the Sunrise on the Inside podcast. I am very excited for today's guest. His name is Gary Stotler. He has an amazing story. I am very happy to have you here in the podcast. Uh, welcome to the show, Gary. Thank you so much for having me. I'm happy to be here. Gary, so for uh, the people that's uh, listening right now and haven't heard from you yet, um, can you share a little bit of your story uh, and a little bit of your background with us? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, let me just start from the beginning and give you the best synopsis I can in uh, just a couple minutes. So I uh, graduated college 2008 right after the stock market crashed and had a baby on the way, needed a job. So I started selling cars, was awful, and picked up a book and read that book and it changed the entire direction of my life. It taught me a couple things. One, learn everything you can about people, learn everything you can about sales and business and work your tail off. So that's what I did. I became amazing at selling cars, amazing at business. And then I had some health struggles. So four days before my son's fourth birthday, I stepped on the scale at 400 pounds. And I was 28 years old and I knew I was on a fast track to a heart attack by the time I was 35. I was, I was scared. I didn't know what to do. I didn't know how to do it. So I, I did the most logical thing and I took a walk around the block. And I took a walk around the block the next day and took a walk around the block the next day. I retaught myself how to eat. And eight years later, I have not stopped moving forward. So I've lost 200 pounds. Um, I've run multiple 100-mile races. I've wow. taught myself how to ride a mountain bike. Uh, I've run – or excuse me, I've mountain biked 100 miles uh, through the highest mountains of Colorado. And I've, I've turned my, my health and my fitness entirely around. In the process of business, I've learned – an extraordinary amount about business, about fitness, about life. Um, and I've turned myself into an executive coach and I do strategic development for organizations and businesses. And so throughout the entire, you know, last eight to 13 years, depending on how you look at it, I've, I've become a new person and then I've become a new person and then I've become a new person again, uh, overcoming, uh, all sorts of, all sorts of things in every single aspect of life. Um, I could spend an hour just telling you my story, but, Um, that's that's a quick synopsis of. <laughs> of the last thank you so much for for sharing that. It's um, you really have such an inspiring story. I have a a bunch of questions for you today. Um, first, one a bit of like a tactical question, but um, what was that book that you read? Um, that the first book that you picked up and and helped you to get into this path. Yes, it's called Sell the Survi uh, uh, Selling the Secret of Success. So Selling the Secret of Success by Grant Cardone. It's been rebranded to uh, as Sell to Survive. Um, so it was a self-published book back in 2008, and it's been uh, it's now a New York Times bestseller. Got it. I have to check that out, and I'm gonna put the the link on the notes to the to the book um, because from what I can hear, it's um, not only about sales, right? It sounds like it's it's a lot about learning about people and learning about uh, 
um, more than just sales. Um, do you remember what was one of the main things that that impacted you from from reading that book? And and how how did you stumble upon the the book at that point? So I'll start with how I got it. Uh, I was I been in the car business for three months and I was about to quit because I hadn't sold anything. And so I walked into my boss's office and I was like, do you have a book or anything that can teach me how to sell a car? And he gave me that book. And when I picked it up and started reading it, what the exact thing that, that I picked up from it was the gentleman who wrote the book, Grant Cardone. At this time, he was just getting his, his uh, coaching and sales training career going. But I really identified with him. He grew up uh, lower middle class. He lost his father at a young age. He was into drugs and alcohol. He graduated college uh, during the finance, uh, the savings and loan crisis, started selling cars, worked his tail off, got sober, uh, cleaned up his life, got into the top 1% of sales in the car business. And just, he literally transformed his life from nothing to everything. And I, and I looked at it, I said, wow, this guy started, like I'm starting where this guy started and look what he's done with his life and this is how he did it. And I was like, if he can do it, I can do it. And so I literally, I just started learning anything and everything that I possibly could and working my tail off. And sure enough, his, his process is as pure as could be. Learn everything you can, work your tail off and you can start at nothing wherever you are and turn yourself into anything that you want. I love that. Yeah, I've heard about Grant Cardone, but so far I haven't re read uh, his books. But a bunch of friends have recommended uh, his books, yeah, because they, they they sound to be very impactful. Okay, Gary, so um, at this point, um, I wanted to ask you a question. So whenever you were 28 and um, you were 400 pounds, um, What was the thing that made you uh, want to change that lifestyle? Um, was there any particular event that happened in your life? Um, and I ask this question because I, I know that whenever you've been in bad habits or in unhealthy habits for, for years, it can be very challenging to get out of them, right? Because kind of like your mindset is already stuck into them and, and and that can be with a lot of unhealthy habits that, that we all have um, and like, at least in my case I know that in the unhealthy habits that I have had before I already know that I I need to change the lifestyle but um, it's kind of like just there and normally you always say like I don't know I'm gonna start Monday or you start for a little bit and then you it doesn't stick and maybe you make every year new year's resolution and and, and nothing changes um, so there i think I, i guess there's two questions there's first what was the thing that made you want to start changing the lifestyle and and how was that process for you like uh, how how did you start to work on the mindset shift It's a great question. So I'm going to answer the second question first. The mindset shift I had been working on for several years, uh, working in the car business, making myself better. The, every single day I was reading, I was learning, I was just, I was working on myself in every single way mentally. 
And so the intelligence had been built up, built up, built up, built up. And then that moment in time was the couple days before my son's birthday. And when I stepped on the scale and I saw that number 397 pounds, it scared me to death. I knew that if I did not change in that moment in time, that I was going to die. And so that moment scared me. And I knew that it was, I, I didn't know what to do. I just knew that whatever it was, it was going to take me, it was going to take a lot of hard work. And I was used to working hard. I was used to developing myself. And so all I did was I took all of the concepts that I learned in business. You know, you take, you take a penny and you invest a penny every single day and you just consistently, consistently, consistently keep adding and adding and adding and adding to the positives and then you just keep subtracting and subtracting and subtracting from the detrimental or the poor uh, poor habits. If you just add in the good things and crowd out the unhealthy and the poor things, eventually you will get better. And it was, it was that moment in time that I took everything that I learned in business and I just flip-flopped it and I said, okay, if it works in business, if it works in making money, it's gonna work in fitness. And so I trusted the process enough and I had enough intelligence around the process that I just shifted and said, I'm going to walk around the block. I'm going to add in physical activity every single day. I'm going to do whatever I can, which wasn't really much, but I'm going to do everything that I can. And it took me about a month to be able to walk a mile, you know, consistently on a day-to-day -day basis. But it took me a month to go a mile and it took me six months and I was walking five miles a day. And then I taught myself, uh, I retaught myself how to eat. So um, I have a, I had a little four ounce salsa bowl that's about as big as my palm and anything that went in my body went through this bowl. So I want to be clear, four ounces isn't all I ate, but if it went through, it had to go through that bowl. And so what that did was it taught me portions. It taught me to slow down. It taught me how much I was actually eating. And so in a relatively quick period of time, I reduced how much I was eating by 75%. And what that did was I, I started eating slower and then I started feeling better. So I started eating better food. I started making the conscious choice to eat better food. I, I felt full, which really helped me add in more positive habits in the long run. So I was adding in the physical physical activity. I was crowding out the poor and unhealthy eating habits. And those two things really compounded extremely quickly in, in my viewpoint to, I lost 110 pounds in a year. Most people would be happy to lose 20 in a year. Um, and I did, you know, that first year I, all I did was I just started moving my body. And to this day, eight years later, I still haven't stopped moving my body. I still go out for a walk around the block every single day. Even if it's 20 minutes, I still walk around the block every day. And so I was able to build those habits for, for the long term um, by not having to do everything, but by doing something and building that consistent self-discipline to do what I need to do. I love that. And, and, and I really love uh, what you mentioned um about that for you it was not like a thing that was all of a sudden which is like you wanted to change and it, it it was that like normally mindset i know that it takes some time to to shift right and well a lot of times it gets to a point where there is one thing that kind of like breaks the breaks the seal kind of and but it has been building for for some months or, or maybe for some years um, so I, 
I really like that because I, I really believe in, in the power of um, feeding your brain or feeding yourself uh, the right things, right? And um, it does make a difference whenever one day you decide that instead of watching two hours of Netflix, you watch maybe one hour and a half and the other 30 minutes you consume something uh, a bit better. And even if it's just 30 minutes a day or 10 minutes a day, or uh, I know that that starts to to build in some part of our brain, it starts to just like cu- accumulate, right? Um, so so I really wanted to to double down on that because I really believe in that power of... of uh, what's the what's the word for that it's whenever you are accumulating things it's a the compound uh, effect the compound effect that's exactly what i was what i was looking for that compound effect that you mentioned is very very powerful and it's very real you can uh, really after some weeks of days or days of consistently doing something you're gonna feel the 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 difference right um, so I loved what you what you said, and um, then at this point, um, were you doing everything just by yourself, or did you have somebody that, that was helping you, or did you were you part of any group of of, of workers, or, um, or or it was everything you were just reading, and it was basically self taught on how to eat better, on how, or how to start exercising. That's a great question. So I'm I'm completely self-taught when it comes to fitness and health business. Uh, my wife at the time we would walk together, and we every once in a while we would run together. But that was that was relatively short-lived. That was that was about as big as my community got was uh, us two moving our body together. Everything that I learned was I would pick up a book at the public library. I would find a video on YouTube. I would find my boss. uh, He was really wonderful. Once I got into the habit of reading, uh, he challenged me to read as much as I could. And he has an amazing library. So he would drop a book off on my desk and I would read it and I would drop it in his, his box and he would drop off another book. So it was, it was all about just consuming as much information as I could and one of the best pieces of information that I got or best lessons that I got is be a student. Don't be a follower. There's so much information out there that if we get if we get on one track, you know, no, you and me can do the same thing and we're going to do it completely different ways. Now, hopefully I can learn something from you and you can learn something from me. But I want you to be a student of me. Not, I don't want you to follow me. I want to be a student of you. I don't want to follow you because we have completely different experiences. I don't know you from Bob down the street, but I guarantee our life path is different. And so I can't tell you this is it's going to be A, B, C, D for you. And you can't tell me it's going to be one, two, three, four for me because it's not. So I wanted to teach you something and I want you to teach me something. So I wanted to be a student, not a follower. And that allowed me to open up my world to stuff that I wouldn't have read otherwise. Because I've read books that there's, I'm like, this is amazing. And if I would have been closed-minded, there's no way that I would have read this book. But I needed that one page off of that one chapter 
that helped me get to that next level. And so I just want to make sure that I, that I pound that into, you know, this conversation, be a student, don't be a follower and open your mind because you never know how that one little piece of information is going to be that stepping stone, that puzzle piece to really fit in there and help you take the next best step of the rest of your life. I love that. That's very powerful. Thank you for sharing that. Um, okay. So then, um, you, you start this journey and, um, I bet at the beginning, uh, was, it, it must have been very challenging, right? I, I bet there were some days, uh, some weeks that you were not feeling like going to work or go, going out for a walk, because I, I know that it's challenging sometimes to, to, to make these shifts, even, even if the first days you start to, you start feeling very motivated, right? you start losing steam as, as you keep going. Um, at those points, because like I, I, I asked that question about the community because I know that for me, it has helped a lot to have a friend that's going for a run or have a, a group that's kind of like keeping me accountable for, for what I want to do. I, I know that that's powerful for me and that works for me, but What do you think was was the key for you to be able to stay uh, consistent? Uh, moreover, in the in the early days, because I know that uh, whenever you're in a journey like this, it gets to a point where you build enough momentum that a lot of times that momentum just like helps you to keep going, and and, and it starts to maybe not become easy, but um, at least you 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 get in the rhythm and it starts to become a habit right it starts the, the, whenever the man, the mindset already shift shifts it's uh, it's already a, a bit easier but in those early days uh, what do you think was key for you to be able to stay consistent i didn't want to die it was pure internal drive that i didn't want to feel i didn't want to feel crappy about myself anymore i didn't i, I was I was so tired of feeling gross. I was to so tired of being tired. I just didn't want to die. And I was willing to do anything and everything that it possibly took to just keep moving forward. That's it's as plain as simple as that. Like it was, I had built this internal fire and I was not going to quit. I refused to quit. Even today, like even when stuff gets hard, I'm going to go do it. Because I'm just not going to quit, and I, I just refuse to quit. That's all, that's all there is to it. I love that. Thank you for sharing that. It's uh, really powerful. And hey, just a quick pause for a message from Waku, and we will be right back to the interview. We are very excited to let everyone know we've just launched Waku's crowdfunding equity campaign through Republic a platform that allows anyone to invest in private startups like Waku. Waku is now part of a very exclusive group of highly vetted startups from Republic, and now you can become an investor of Waku starting with investments as small as $100. If you'd like to learn more about why to invest in Waku and why this is such a great investment opportunity, you can go to republic.co forward slash Waku. That's R-E-P-U-B-L-I-C dot C-O forward slash W-A-K-U. We will be thrilled to have you join us in our journey to bring to the world the most refreshing herbal tea with gut health benefits and help to create 
impact in the livelihoods of hundreds of Ecuadorian farmers. Let's get back to the show. And uh, I love one one phrase that you have on your on your website that I took some notes on that that says the personal power begins when you can negotiate with your subconscious and win. Um, I think that's very powerful because that's that's it, right? In whenever you are uh, waking up or or thinking whether or where to go out to exercise or not, it's you versus you. It's you versus your subconscious, and it's you versus all your your self-imposed beliefs or self-imposed limitations, right? Um, Whenever, whenever you you say this and, and think about this phrase, uh, what do you think have been some some tactics that may help to win these negotiations with with your mindset? Do you have any any tips that you can give uh, our audience? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, two two come to mind. Two specific things come to mind. One, I am a humongous journaler. I journal every single day, the old handwritten, old-fashioned pen to paper. And something that I've developed in the last couple of years when things, when, when personally things got really, really hard, um, I, I write every day. Today is the first day of the rest of my life. I am, and then whatever I decide that I am, I will, whatever action I'm going to take, because... I have earned this opportunity. And so I write that today is the first day of the rest of my life. I am assertive. I will accomplish my goals and dreams because I've earned this opportunity to go out and get what I want. So that's the journal activity that I do. The other thing, um, if I were to show you my mirror right here, I put I am and whatever my word is. So right now my word is assertive. So I am assertive. That's the character trait, the personality trait that I'm working to develop right now. For several years, my my word, my my phrase was, I am beautiful. And be beautiful doesn't mean, you know, good looking on the outside. Beautiful means just a beautiful person inside and out. And that reminded me, whenever I would look in the mirror, whenever I would, you know, I would wake up and I would say it five times out loud in the morning. Before I went to bed, I would say it five times out loud before I went to bed. And I had to convince myself that I was beautiful. I, I had to go in and even like there were, believe me, there were days I would look at myself. I'm like, yeah, you're an ugly as can be. But I would have to remind myself, I am beautiful. I am beautiful. And what that did was it, it reinforced every single day that I need to fill up my mind with positive things. I need to fill up my heart with positive things. I need to do positive things with my body. Because if you, if you love yourself, if you truly honestly love yourself, if you really are beautiful on the inside, you can't treat yourself poorly. You can't get hammered at two, till two in the morning. You can't eat a large pizza. You can't sit on the couch and binge Netflix all weekend. If you truly, honestly love yourself and you look at yourself in the mirror and you say you love yourself and you believe it, you won't allow yourself to treat yourself that way. And so I had to convince myself that I was, that I was better than those activities. Not that I'm better than anybody. I was just better than 
acting in those poor ways. I was better than getting drunk till two in the morning, three in the morning. I was better than sitting on my couch. I am beautiful. And that, that really truly taught me to become a beautiful person, to be kind to someone that's in the stairwell, to be kind to myself and make sure that I'm eating the proper things, to be kind to myself and move my body in a positive way, be kind and not drink alcohol because all of those things make me feel gross about myself and I want to do opposite. I want to feel good because if I can feel good, I can give that positivity, that kindness to you. If I feel like crap because I've been sitting on the couch all weekend, you better believe anybody that I'm going to interact with is going to get the brunt of my poor decisions and that's not fair to you. It's not fair to me, but it's also not fair to you. So I, I literally convinced myself with that mirror activity that I am beautiful and it's, it's changed my entire life because I can't treat myself that poorly anymore. And therefore, if I'm beautiful, basic psychology 101, cognitive dissonance, if I believe that I'm beautiful, I feel that I'm beautiful, I have to act beautiful or else it causes internal stress. So I had to convince myself here and here then to be able to act into that world. Most powerful thing I've ever done. Wow. Yeah, and, and you know what? what's also like um, reading reading through your website, um, I, I reminded myself on, on the importance on um, these sometimes can be like these small daily actions that you take and these small shifts that, that you start to, to take in your life. Uh, how much it can really affect your confidence, right? And your yourself your self-worth and your self-confidence. Uh, I, I think that me, myself, um, I've traveled uh, most part of my life with uh, self-worth uh, problems that probably come from, from my childhood. Um, and once I started to do what you said, right, like uh, kind of like whenever you start to act in the ways that you want to feel Uh, you can you 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 it goes both ways right and whenever you do things that show your to yourself that you love yourself um it's kind of like one vote for that that's adding up for the self-worth right and the same goes the other way right whenever you um uh, get caught in like uh, bad habits or you or you start to 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 do all these bad things for you that that can affect your health and your and your uh, mind it's budding in like the low self-worth thing uh, so i think i i you made me remember that also like at, at some point in my life i was like okay i, I need to um i need to start start putting the boats in the in the right ballot, right? I, I need to start, start uh, uh, treating myself the way I want to see myself. So I, I, I remember that I started to, okay, I need to prioritize myself because it was very easy for me to get caught in, in work, for example. And there is always so much things to do um, uh, as, as a startup founder and... I remember that, I don't know, there were days that I was working, I don't know, 10 to 12 hours a day and always the excuse for me, like, oh, today I didn't run again or today I didn't read again. Um, 
today I, I didn't meditate again and always my excuse was okay I was just too busy like the, the work is too busy right now I can't I will do it tomorrow but I realized that by doing that I was basically telling to my subconscious that work is more important than me and my company and all the other priorities in life are more important than me because I am choosing to not put myself first over than work, right? Um, and whenever I started to change that, that and um, I, I started, I remember that I started to put in, in my calendar, in like my business calendar, as if I were to have a meeting with somebody that normally when you have a meeting with somebody in the calendar, you don't miss it, right? Like it's a priority for you. Um, so I started to do that same thing in my calendar to put like, okay, this is, uh, I'm blocking 30 minutes to go for a run or go for a walk. Um, and I knew that for me, it, it became very important to do that because uh, more than just the benefits of the running, right? Because of course I started to feel uh, better with myself, more athletic again and going and exercising put you in such a right a, a great mindset but uh, more than just the benefits of that it was that consistently doing that every week i was putting the boats in the right ballot right i was telling to my subconscious i am worthy of taking that time off i am worthy of uh, putting myself first um and Kind of like in the day to day, you don't really realize that's a shift, that, that a change is happening. But after a month, after two months, after a year of doing that, you you look back and you say, like, huh, it's uh, not, I, I haven't had those bad thoughts in a while. Uh, and, and it really helps. So um, I love what you said. It's, uh, it, it's that doing those small things that maybe a lot of people say like, oh, like just talking to myself every day won't make a difference because I am stuck in these ways of thinking. But uh, I don't think it's true. I, I love what you said. Absolutely. I can, I can guarantee if you can, if it, you or anyone else can build a consistent routine of talking to yourself more positively every single day, do it for 30 days. Every single day without fail takes you less than five minutes, probably takes you less than 60 seconds. If you could do that every single day for 30 days, it'll change the trajectory of your life. You do it every day for a year and you won't even recognize yourself in 365 days. It's yeah. incredible. I would, I would put money on it if we were, if we were betting in Vegas. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Me too. Um, so Gary, now uh, I, I also know that you've done a hundred mile races. That's for me to think it's just insane. I've, the most that I've run my life, I think it's been 10 miles. So running for a hundred miles sounds crazy. Um, when, when did this shift started to happen? I, for me, it looks like it's such a huge jump from going to from walking one mile to running a hundred miles, it's a big shift. Um, how, how was that that journey like? Yes, I I, I see the disconnect on your side uh, because it, it is like it, from walking one block 
to running a hundred miles. And I did it in four years. I mean, from, from the, to the week, from the first block that I walked consciously to finishing my first hundred mile race, it was four years to the week. And so when I look at it that way, I'm like, oh my gosh, like literally it was my life completely flip-flopped and it did. And I also did it incrementally. I mean, I did it very slowly when I look at it, you know, from, from a different point of view. So I walked for an entire year. I didn't even take a running step that first year, just walk, 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 walk. And then that second year, I took my first running step and I taught myself to be able to run a mile and then be able to run five miles. And then I ran my first half marathon, which was 13 miles. And then just over that two year mark, I ran my first marathon, which is 26 miles. And so year one walking, year two taught myself to run and ran my first marathon. Year three, I ran my first 50 mile race. And then year four, I ran my first hundred mile race. And so step-by-step, seemingly it seems huge. And then when I break it down in the years, it's like, all I did was I had one focal point. I walked. Okay. Now I taught myself to run. Now I taught myself to run farther. Now I taught myself to run even farther. And so I did it very strategically. So it was very quick, but it was also very strategic. It's not like I went from one block to a a goal of a hundred miles. I, I stepped my mindset through, I caught up physically and then I stepped my mindset through and then I caught up physically and I stepped my mindset through and I caught up physically. And so it was this, um, if you think of a rubber band, right? So I stretched my rubber band and then I had to, I had to release that tension and then reset my rubber band and stretched it and then release that tension, reset, and then stretch it a little bit farther. And that allowed the mental tension to be able to go. Because right now, like if, if you thought about running 100 miles, we'd break your rubber band, right? If yes. I told you you have to run 100 miles tomorrow, like you would, you'd mentally snap. You'd be like, eh, it's impossible. But if we said, okay, like you, you know, what can you do? And I'm just going to make this up. Let's say you can do one mile. Great. So we stretch that rubber band and then let's see, you know, just go run as long as you can. Okay. Let's say you can do five miles. We stretch that rubber band and now we're like, okay, let's, let's go run five miles and then walk five miles. Well, next thing you know, you're doing 10 miles, but we ran five, which is what you know you can do. And then we stretched five more, which is what you didn't know you could do. And so all we do is just we tiptoe, we tiptoe, we tiptoe until next thing you know, you're like, wow, I can't believe that I'm looking back and this is how much I've done. So I call it the one mile rule. Focus on the three feet in front of you, like do what you can and then just do the best you can. If you can run five miles, excellent. Maximize your five miles and then walk, walk an extra mile, walk an extra five miles. If you can walk 20 miles, run five and then walk 20. I don't. I don't actually care what you do as long as you do your best and you find out what you can do. Cause most people they're like, well, I can't run 10 miles, so I'm not going to run at all. Well, I'd be like, if I can run five miles and I can walk five miles, let me see if I can do those two together or I'll run five miles in the morning and walk five miles at night. And I'll just start putting these little puzzle pieces together. And next thing you know, I got this massive, awesome puzzle full of cool stuff. 
that most people wouldn't even try because they're like they don't have the mental capacity to break it to break this huge mountain into these little bitty steps because like you said earlier there's no way that this one talk this one self talk is going to make any difference there's no way that this book you know reading for 20 minutes is going to make a difference there's no way that walking a mile is going to be make a difference but I'll do these little things and I'll just – I will perfect to the best of perfection that I can get. I'll perfect the little things and become consistent with them. And next thing you know, like all these little things start to add up and it's amazing. That's amazing, yeah. That's that's crazy to think about it. But yeah, whenever you break it down that way, it does sound achievable. Of course, it's going to take, take its time, right? But uh, – it does sound more achievable. And whenever you started to run, and I know that the first year you were walking and then you started to run, did you have that goal in your mind? Like, oh, I'm going to run one day a hundred mile race. Or it was like a goal that kept evolving as you as you became a better runner and, and as you started to become faster. Everything that I've done has evolved my first, my very first weight loss goal, if you will, was 20 pounds. I was like, if I can get 20 pounds, great. And so I set my goal of 20 pounds and I was going to do it walking and reteaching myself how to eat. Once I lost that 20 pounds, I, t I tiptoed it out and I'm like, all right, let's 20 more. Let's 20 more. Let's 20 more. And next thing you know, I'd lost 110 pounds and I did, I essentially did it, you know, 20 pounds, 20, like a, a mindset of 20 pounds at a time. Instead of saying, well, I'm going to lose 200 pounds because there was no way in the world that I thought losing 200 pounds was even possible for me. I didn't even think 20 pounds was possible if I'm being honest. I just hoped that my act, like if I did the positive things, I would get to 20 pounds. And when I got there, I was like, oh, I did it. Okay. Now let's see if I can do 20 more. And so I just chunked it out. You know, it's, it, it was it's kind of opposite of how culture and society says, right? Like you, you buy this pill, I'm going to lose a hundred pounds and I'm going to do it through taking this pill. Well, I didn't want to lose a hundred pounds. I, I was like, let me see what I actually can do and I'm going to do it. And then once I get there, then I'll take that next step and I'll build on my successes and then I'll, you know, find out what I can do at that point in time. Yeah. Yeah. That, that makes a lot of sense. And, uh, I think you talk a little bit about these uh, in your newest book, right? In the in the book that's called "Success Is Spelled Action." I haven't been able to read it yet, but for the people that's listening, can you share a little bit more about uh, about that book and and what you talk about in in the book? Sure, absolutely. So it's it's a very simple book. I read it or I wrote it so that I could read it. And what I mean by that is it's broken down into teeny tiny chapters. And so at the very end, I break down the numbers. And if, if I can teach you to do three things, stimulate yourself mentally every day, stimulate yourself emotionally every day and stimulate yourself physically every day, you can literally change the rest of your life. And so mentally every day I will read and or talk to a stranger. And what that does is it stimulates my thought process. It gives me new ideas. It gives me things that challenge me to grow forward. I will stimulate myself physically. So I will do a 20-minute walk. If I can get outside, I can get fresh air, and I can do a 20-minute walk, then I, I feel amazing. 
And if every day I want to stimulate myself emotionally, so I will journal and or I will laugh, cry, scream from the top of a mountain, whatever gets that emotional energy moving. So the point of me telling you those three things is every single day I do them for 20 minutes or less. Now, most of the time it's 20 minutes. I, you know, I'll go for a 20-minute walk and next thing I know I'm walking for two hours. But the point is on the day, so like you said, I have to schedule 20 minutes and my calendar's booked from, you know, from minute to minute for you know, 14 hours. I will schedule a 20-minute walk. And if I can get that 20 minutes of fresh air, I win the day. And that one mile, that, or that 20 minutes, if I get one mile every single day, that's 365 miles every single year that and that's a bare minimum right so mm -hmm. if i can read for if i can read 10 pages of a, of a good book right a positive inspirational book read 10 pages about 20 minutes of reading that adds up to about one book a month that's 12 books a year and i can guarantee you that 12 books a year positive books will change your life that's 60 new books every five years 120 books every 10 years I can guarantee you if, if we read 12 books, our life would be changed. If we read 120, our neighbors wouldn't even be able to recognize us anymore. 20 pages of – or excuse me, 20 minutes of journaling, uh, meditation or breathing, laughing, crying, screaming, whatever that is. I know that sounds a little ridiculous to kind of put emotional – you know, an emotional release into 20 minutes. But if you can breathe – for 20 minutes, like consciously meditate and breathe, that clears your mind for 20 minutes. If you if you take out a television show, because a television show is 22 minutes long, you remove a television show and you add meditation, journaling, breathing, like something positive, you literally cut out 365 television shows a year and you're probably gonna journal somewhere around a thousand pages of emotional clarity, meditating, breathing, positive emotions. If I mean, that's 360 times two because you're adding in 365 positive things, crowding out 365 unhealthy and poor behaviors. That's literally getting twice the results with half the effort. And it's all about building consistent self-discipline on positive things, add in the positive, crowd out the unhealthy and the poor behaviors and you literally get twice the results. I know everybody's looking for the easy way. Everybody's looking for the comfortable way. Like you can't get any easier than this. Cut yeah. out 20 minutes, add in 20 minutes and literally you, you get twice the results. The important piece is you have to schedule it. You have to schedule it with yourself. You have to make yourself a priority. You have to feel worthy enough. I think you nailed all of those things and you better believe I will schedule myself on my calendar first and then everybody else can, can have their way at my calendar. But I'm going to schedule time with myself first because if I'm not emotionally fulfilled, I'm giving you 100% right now. Like you get 100% of me. If I didn't get my walk in today, if I didn't get my journaling in, I'd be sitting here like, oh, come on, are we done yet? No, I'm right here. I'm with you. But that comes from the daily disciplines of doing what I need to do to fill myself up so that I can explode when I'm with you and everyone else because we're all in the people business. If I can, if I can help you feel good, that means that you're going to give someone else positive feelings, which means they're going to give someone else positive feelings. If I'm sitting here, 
man, I don't want to be here. You're going to be like, oh, dang, he doesn't like me. And then you're going to pass that on to the next person you see in the elevator who's going to pass it on to the person that doesn't open the door at the grocery store. It's all of these, it's, it's all these positive things. And if we can just fill up ourselves first, be worthy to do the positive things, love ourselves, be beautiful. We can literally change the world, but it takes, it takes here, it takes here and it takes here to actually do what we need to do. I love it, Gary. Thank you so much. Uh, this has been very, very fun. And, and uh, I've learned a lot today. Thank you for everything that you, that you've shared. And um, if people want to learn more about you and your work, what's the best play for the, uh, place for them to reach you? You can hit me up at GaryStotler.com. And that's, uh, that's my main website. That's the best way you can do it. If you want, you can get Success to Spilled Action on Amazon. Um, I have a couple other books out there as well, a couple poetry books, one to learn how to journal. And, uh, yeah, um, Instagram. I hang out on Instagram a little bit, Coach Gary Stotler, but for the most part, um, yeah, I just kind of do my own thing. And then when everybody, when someone invites me on, I, I like to have some fun. Awesome, Gary. Thank you so much again. Uh, and hope you have a great week. Thank so you. I appreciate you letting me be here. Bye-bye. Bye. Hello, everyone. This is Nico again. And just a few more things before you take off. If you'd like to be part of the Waku tribe to be the first one to know about the launch of exclusive flavors, special promotions, and content about health and wellness, just go to livewaku.com that's L-I-V-E-W-A-K-U dot com and sign up for our email list. And if you sign up, I hope you enjoy being part of our community.